0: It's time holding on, holding on, holding on to you. It's time holding on, holding on, holding on to you. So time.
1: you're listening to The Noise Cancelling Pod, the podcast about streamlining life, encouraging discourse, and maximizing your mind. Hosted by Frank Boyce and Axel Clark.
0: And welcome back everyone to The Noise Cancelling Pod. I'm Frank Boyce. And
1: this is Axel Clark.
0: We are glad that you joined us for episode 47. I think uh, this is one of our you know, two in a row. I'd call it two in a row. I don't know about you, Axel. Does it does it count to be two in a row if it's two months apart?
1: I think it counts as two in a row, although we're probably about a month late.
0: Yeah, we're we we were originally slated to talk about June goals. Uh, I should have put it as one of my actual June goals to to have a show mm. on June goals. So we didn't quite get there. Um, but yeah, it's it's good to be back. Any uh, any big summer news you want to share with with the audience? I don't think there's, I don't have a whole lot for summer news. How about yourself? Well, we were talking about a little bit before the show, um, just how strange the weather's been because we're old men now and that's what we do. But I was saying it's interesting how, you know, the changing environment in some places is kind of beneficial because last year it was so mild in Minnesota. And you were saying how in LA, you guys didn't even have any sort of heat wave the last month or so.
1: Yeah, that's right. We it was in the 70s here, and then up in Portland was in the hundreds. So that was kind of a weird situation. That's that is wild, actually. It was like 115 there
0: one day. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. But yeah, well, I'm glad that it is cool in both places. Um, I did tell you my one big summer trip is I'm taking the family out to the West Coast, uh, and we're we're touring around Washington, Oregon, and California. So I have to I have to get some of your recommendations for where we should stop through.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But going in the back, camper van, no less. In a camper Just, van, yeah, a Volkswagen
0: yeah. camper van, 1987, I believe. So it'll be it'll be a fun trip.
1: Wow, so, I didn't know. I I thought it was going to be like a newer camper van. I did not realize it's a old school camper van for so real.
0: It is an original, but there's there's a company out of Seattle called Peace Fans that that goes back and you know revitalizes, updates. You know, it has it has all the kind of modern amenities and they've you know redone the engines redone the transmission so it it runs like a newer vehicle but it still has yeah you know the frame and the setup and the the manual cr- pop-up that a 1987 Volkswagen mm-hmm. camper van had oh wow okay now nice. the, the best shout out peace fans if, if there's any anybody looking to travel this summer out west in Seattle but yeah that'll be super fun Uh, last time we talked about small goals and breaking things down into digestible chunks. Have you, uh, taken
1: a crack at anything this summer? I think the only thing that I've continued to do is attempted to work out every day. And that's, I think that is the main thing. Yeah.
0: I will say the one thing that I've done a lot better since May is actually read. Um, I think I've, I think I've made it through my, my goal is two books a month. Uh, and I think I'm on like, book six of the summer so not not terrible for me i'm kind of kind of happy to keep that going
1: is your strategy strategy to get a few pages Mm -hmm. a day or what's the strategy
0: yeah the strategy has been to try to get to bed early where i'm not just going to fall asleep after a page and so oh got it nice and i think for me the bigger strategy is that i actually have two or three books going at once where i i don't kind of hit a lull in the book where i just forget about it it's just the there's some exciting book to pick up, um, at any point. I just finished Gladwell's new book, uh, Bomber Mafia, which, mm, okay. which apparently after I finished reading, I heard a interview with him actually it came out this week on hot ones and he was talking about how it's actually a better audio book than regular book, which <laughs> is really interesting. He was like, I actually designed it as an audio book. Um, but yeah, so I, I learned that after reading the book. So I, I probably will go back and read it. But yeah, that's a that's a really good read, especially if there's any, you know, air power nerds out there. It's a it's a pretty pretty good deep dive into you know the formation of of bomber strategy and no strategic airfare, yeah, air warfare, yeah. I'll so. have to check it out. You you would honestly really like it. It's 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 really good, and you know, like every book that Gladwell writes, kind of kind of puts it in a digestible manner, no matter how nerdy it is. You know.
1: Yeah. Nice.
0: So yeah, I think that was that was my you know couple goals that that seem like they've been working well was the reading, and then Katie and I still go on a, a mile walk on, every day. Um, that's a great so, one. So that's been that's been good just to to keep that up and keep active. Um, but the one thing that we talked about just via email the last few weeks was was this idea of finding a project and just going for it. So do you want to kind of kick it off from from your perspective where you're at?
1: Well, I think the one thing I think we should discuss briefly is that in some ways that is how we started the podcast. So we, well, you were discussing writing a book and then I didn't want to write the book or participate in writing the book because I thought it was too much work, so we decided to do it as a podcast instead, and then we talked about doing practice podcasts and all that stuff, and then we ultimately recorded episode zero, which was the planning of the podcast, and then decided just to ship that, and I think that was the best decision that we made, that we just started with something and then worked on it from there.
0: Yeah, it was a real work in progress and I I do I'll every once in a while I'll go back and look at the look at who's who's listening to the podcast and who's listening to old episodes and episode 0 still gets a decent decent play, which is no really kidding. does make me laugh cuz I'm like, cuz I'll go back and listen to it and be like, "Wait, who's who's sitting <laughs> through this whole episode of us just spitballing ideas off each other?"
1: Yeah, so you emailed me a few maybe a week or so ago about maybe revitalizing the idea of a book. Yeah. So, so you want I've, to talk about that a little bit?
0: Yeah, so I feel like it's it's kind of the reverse of what you just just described where you know, I, I think the concept is somewhat book friendly, but the more that we're talking about I feel like I'm more drawn to have some sort of a scripted podcast out of it. Where we're we're walking through individual episodes that look at a concept and you know, instead of Instead of having a book um, where it takes, you know, sometimes 10, 12, 14 months to to get it edited and published, you know, it's something that can be ready, ready quicker and just kind of, kind of go out and do and, you know, write them and record them, you know, in order and maybe as I'm writing it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I have some questions. Yes. What is the, well, first of all, I guess, what's the topic of the book?
0: yeah so it's it's a general topic so it's kind of taking the the idea of the five minute journal that you actually gifted to me i think about four and a half or five years ago okay um you know where you know your grounding for each day comes through gratitude and i i found that exercise to be really meaningful and have have started it kind of in spurts i would say the past five years when i originally got the book i think i wrote in it for like 186 straight days Mm -hmm. then we we went on vacation and it was like a little bit back and forth for the rest of the year but you know the idea for this kind of starts from that point of, of grounding each day you know morning and night in you know what you appreciated about the day what you know you found to be beautiful or calming or peaceful or you know fills you with joy or energy um, and, and kind of just starting and ending each day with that. Um, and then moving through goals, um, would be kind of the next big section of, of the thesis, you know, figuring out, you know, especially in this time period, you know, what you think is attainable, building those, those goals around the idea of smaller chunks and digestible, um, amounts of change in your life because i i I do think i know me especially you know i used to love big audacious goals and as the amount of time and energy i i have at the end of the day has has diminished um you know taking these smaller goals uh and actually striving towards them and reaching them feels feels more important and meaningful um and then the final thing that you know really stuck out to me um in this kind of thesis statement is action. Um, You know, this idea of, you know, what matters in life are the things that we we care for and give energy and attention to. Um, And so not just having goals, but, you know, figuring out, you know, what's your action plan to get there? Um, You know, how how we can kind of reframe parts of our life to be more efficient or, you know, to just clear the way for whatever we're striving to reach. Got it. Who's your target audience for this? Have you thought about that? That's a great question. I mean, I think, I think in general it reads a little bit self-help. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of open, open to people who are, are looking to improve themselves. But I think, you know, on a deeper level, it's, it's people who are more goal oriented, more driven, um, are busy, I think, I think parents will really latch on to these ideas where they don't have a lot of time or, you know, if you're really business oriented and, and, you know, your career takes up a ton of time and energy, you know, I think this would be, this would be a good book kind of targeted at that, that demo as well. So it's, it's broad and I, I, I see where you're going. It's a great question to try to, try to peg that down a little bit more, um, but yeah, we were talking about before we started recording, you know, there's there's different phases of ideation. And I, I think I think there's an idea out there right now, and I'm just trying to just trying to zoom in on, on what it's actually gonna look like before I wanna narrow down exactly who it's for.
1: Got it. Okay. I think the so I was <laughs> I wanted to do a project, but I didn't know what it was yet. I still don't know what it is, and I was looking around there's a site called Stacking the Bricks, which is basically a site dedicated to doing side projects. Mm-hmm. And so it, they have a free course called Ship in Six. I may even have six weeks. I I may even have mentioned it before. Uh, but the idea is that you, they'll lead you through a creation process where within six weeks you'll have shipped something, and two of the things they talk about are figuring out who your audience is for because it, with anything that you're producing or selling or, or creating, you want it to solve a problem for someone. And so the first thing is who is the audience and what is the problem that they have that you're solving. And then the next thing is talks about like scoping your project, at least for the, the purpose of this exercise was scoping it that – to something that could be executed in six weeks. And then as you get farther along in the process, you realize that you're gonna have to start cutting things and so you have to basically make trade-offs because the deal is you're shipping something in six weeks, like you're firm on the delivery date, if you will, and you are willing to change like what's delivered in order to make sure you meet the date. But the suggestion they have is like, you probably can't do a multi-hundred page book in six weeks. Mm -hmm. But you could write a few blog posts and then it's not uncommon for people to take blog posts and then wrap them up into like a larger book. Mm -hmm. So with the blog post, you can at least get a start going uh, for your project so you can be shipping something. And also with your blog posts, you can start to build an audience. And then when you actually are shipping the book, you have an audience to ship it to instead of like doing no audience um, search. And then when you ship the book, like you have to find your audience after you after your book is out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's
0: a really good that's a really good point. And I think that's that's why I'm a little bit more drawn to like the scripted podcast um, model, like I was saying, where we we can kind of produce some. As as they're being created, but one part of this is I really do want there to be like a like a hard journal that we can actually ship to somebody at the end that oh I see that matches up with you know the gratitude the goals the action Um, yeah and tracking that daily gratitude and accountability and you know even even some of the longer term things you know looking at one year goal ten year goal those Mm. those types of things and you know giving some leading questions throughout the journal of like well how not just like how are you feeling but like how's your mindset right now like like what do you need to work on to clear clear the way to actually get to that goal
1: yeah oh nice
0: so it's kind of it's kind of that two tier approach right now where I, I want there to be something tangible in the hand of the reader um, mm-hmm. but the, the data deliverable keeping that electronic and you know maybe even a, a living type resource where we're going back and updating things and recording new episodes related. to Yeah. That.
1: I think, I, I think have a, my personal opinions is either if, if the idea is you're going to give them a journal that they're actually going to write into, then I'm more, I'm even more behind the idea of either doing a blog or a, or a, a scripted podcast or something that talks about why like the why behind this journal and then like once you build the audience to explain why they need the journal then you can actually deliver the journal Hmm. yeah no i
0: i think that's great feedback and i think a blog would be really smart too because there's you know in terms of how seo works and people actually finding it you know i think that's that's what we've always run into with this podcast too Is like who is it for well it's for axel and i you know? <laughs> that's exactly you know, like that's right the target audience <laughs> is us sitting down and, and catching up and you know it it's it's never reached any sort of of popularity because it's two guys that like chat about things that we find interesting that you know we don't have a website. <laughs> we don't We don't really put any time into our keywords or, or really any way to find it. And, you know, our most successful time periods have been when other podcasts have come out with similar names on bigger networks. So, yeah, like I, I totally get what you're saying. And I, I do think I'll probably run into that a little bit as well, where, you know, the point of the exercise for me is to to write and to create something. And I'm, I'm probably going to be a little bit less concerned about the the commercial viability or or the general popularity. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I do think, especially in terms of the journal, you know, if if you produce a good journal, to some people it probably won't even matter what what the book is like. You know, I mean, if you could actually get a, you look at like the five minute journal, is that is that earth shattering? No, not at all. Right? Like it's mm-hmm. it's a very simple simple thing um and yet it's it's so meaningful because of what you put into it and the fact that you know you can carry it around and put it on your nightstand and and go back to it and be like oh what was that what was i doing a month ago what was i doing yeah months ago what was i doing last year there's something about that tangibility especially now that you know it feels it feels fleeting to to kind of capture those moments in a bottle um feels really important sometimes so I don't know I'm, I'm excited about it I really am I think it's already been beneficial that I've just I've gone back and, and been going through daily daily gratitude um, of just what's going on to kind of kind of test things out um, journal wise and see what see what I like see what questions kind of stick and, and see what additional value we could put in there beyond just kind of really standard daily questions to answer
1: yeah cool
0: what's your take on scripted podcasts that's that's another question because this is (laughs) if if anybody doesn't know this this is not a scripted podcast
1: (laughs) yeah what how far into the script are you considering going like firm bullet points or are you looking at scripting that to completely as if you're reading it a word-for-word script.
0: You know, I think conceptually, I'm I'm open to a fully scripted podcast. So, like a yeah. like a 20 minute podcast that's completely scripted.
1: Yeah, I've, I think I you have more experience writing scripts that people will read. But I think if I tried to do that, I would struggle because I will I would need practice figuring out how to write in a way that when it was read it sounded it sounded good and not like a book that someone would just read. Sure. No, and I mean,
0: to that point, I mean, it would be really interesting to have a scripted section and then kind of have a Q&A between us or bring a guest on that knows more about something than, than we do um, where it's kind of both scripted and, and also kind of open to suggestion and thoughts and questions. Like, I kind of like yeah. that in terms of, like, it being a work in progress, too, where it's kind of like,
1: here's my draft. What do you guys think of it? I like that idea. What will, so if you have a scripted, like, a how many chap like, let's say call them chapters of yep. the scripted podcast. How many chapters are you envisioning? Um, Right now, as I have it
0: written, it is nine chapters long.
1: Okay, and then are you envisioning that the book would, or that the journal would have these nine short chapters at the beginning, and then the rest of the content in the journal would be the place for someone to to write out, like, it would provide the guidance for someone to start journaling in the way that you described in the first chapters? Exactly, yep. I, each, each one would come in a little
0: section, so you'd have a chapter, and then you'd have uh two or three days of, of journaling to go along with it. And then oh. you get to the next chapter and you have two or three days of journaling to go with it. And, okay. and so on all the way. And then at the end, you'd have a big chunk of, you know, probably 200 pages of additional journal.
1: Yeah. Hmm. How important do you think it is that you actually hand write this out? The reason that I ask is it would be interesting to to turn this into like an email course because or like an email yeah like an email course because you could deliver the course over the week and so you could meter out the content and you could even just you could you could produce the podcasts and then tie them to an email course after the fact but with an email course you could guarantee that the person like wouldn't jump ahead and then would kind of get uh, reminded of the the new lesson at specific intervals.
0: I like that a lot. When you when you think about that in terms of, you know, sharing goals and accountability, and you know, even if people were willing to share, you know, aspects and keywords from their gratitude journal, like to have like, have you seen like the word spheres that, like, when I'm trying to think when I've seen that. Where it's like um, I can't think of the word right now. What, what's that word when when you take all the keywords from like a survey or something, and then you know it, it makes like an infographic out of the. Mm-hmm. I know what you're like talking about. It's main ten words that keep popping up. Like yes. The, the most most used keywords. But if you mm-hmm. had like a live one of those of of gratitude within the community, that would be that'd be really mm. cool actually.
1: I hadn't even really thought about the community aspect, but that Oh yeah. When I mentioned the email course I did not even contemplate that it would be all at the same time within the community, but that would be even Yeah, that would be interesting. I love this
0: like episode zero point four seven. That's really (laughs) funny. Yeah. No, I love that. I love it. I think that's I think that's really smart. I think it's um... I, I do think there's something to having a tangible journal. Um, yeah. That you actually sit down and write in and get away from um, a screen or I, noise or whatever you need to escape for a few minutes. Yeah.
1: I have both, I've, I've used both the five minute book and the five minute iPhone app. Mm-hmm. And theoretically, the iPhone app should be more like you can set reminders and it should be easier to use. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, i was able to the, the one advantage was you could put pictures into it but other than that i always liked the book better in actual practice
0: yeah i feel like the app is less sticky right like it's um it's less of an investment Um uh, even though you can remind it like ignoring a reminder is easier than looking at wherever your book is and saying mm-hmm. you know, nope I'm too lazy today i'm too tired like you you really have yeah. like to make that that conscious choice at that, that time period when the actual thing is staring at you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I think that's a great idea. I need to, I need to do a little bit more research on, you know, what, what sort of media or, or course type platform would work for that. But I think that, yeah, I think that's a really good idea.
1: The, the, point that i mentioned earlier though is still true and that you can produce the podcast and then figure out how you're going to deliver them later so yeah like the, the challenge like you don't want to sit here for the next three months and think about like how it's going to be delivered and never actually produce the the podcast the yeah, yeah the podcast so i don't i don't want to encourage you to get off track in terms of getting the podcast delivered sure yeah i mean you're you're right. I think. I think in terms of
0: when we when we compare the commercial viability versus the creative side of it, it it's really easy to get lost in the weeds of of how to actually implement versus actually <laughs> the important part of the actual writing. I, I
1: yeah, totally, yeah, I
0: totally agree with that. But I did wanna I did want to take out one little excerpt from something that I wrote the other day and. I, I really, the first part I just kind of was, I was taking a shower and I was like, oh man, this is, this is like feeling very real and very live in my head. And so I just sat down and write, but this one was kind of, this part is kind of a tangent, but it, it goes to my mindset of why I wanted to write something a little bit more thorough than I have in the past. And I said, the point that I'm trying to get at is that we can't worry too much about yesterday's failures or even yesterday's success. Because we need to focus our energy, placing our fleeting concentration and devotion on completing what's important today. So that's that's kind of like the the root and the heart of where I'm going. Um, and again, like I said, it's kind of like this podcast where it's it's just as much, if not more, for me than for anybody else.
1: Yeah, I like it. Well, I'm excited to see how this progresses.
0: Yeah, me too. I. I I think we'll we'll check back in next time, see how it's going. Maybe see if uh see if the development of the scripted the the half scripted pod. Yeah. Um, see what, what sorts of timelines are are out there. Uh I hope it's it's less than, than two months away, uh, for our next pod. But <laughs> yeah. I know there's a lot going on in the summer, so we will uh we'll have to see. But yeah. That would uh It'll be fun. It'll be a be a good journey. I'm I'm excited to hear more about what project you land on and you know what sort of uh, multivitamin you can deliver in six weeks. That'd I know, be, well, that'd be awesome. well.
1: See the, I know you mentioned that you are not interested in like commercializing it. I have a goal of having a project that I actually commercialize because I think in my life I've never actually sold something mm-hmm. that I really like was proud of or felt good about selling it even going back to when i was in t-ball and i was selling these pepperoni sticks i always felt like it was a charity thing you know like you're trying to sell every kid in the town is trying to sell these pepperoni sticks and you're just trying to find someone to take it even though they've probably been like people have visited them five other times so maybe that's like the first thing that put a bad taste in my mouth, but I haven't ever, like, got past that and figured out something to... Like, I've produced a lot of things, like this podcast, some web apps, some other things, but I've never actually, like, got money for it. I Not mean, that it's all about money, but I think that, like, if you're solving real po- problems, that people are probably willing to pay you for it. Yeah, I mean, the Ultimate Fantasy League that you formed, that was, pre- that was pretty elegant. Well... Yeah, I we kind of consciously decided not to like try to monetize it just because it probably would have been painful. And I don't know. But yeah, so so I've I guess I could say like I've been creative, but I really want to find something to to sell just because I have never done it before.
0: Oh, I, t- I totally respect that. It's, it's honestly, it's, it's not that I don't want to commercialize something. I just don't, don't currently have a passion for, for anything like that right now. But I mean, yeah. I, I think I've shared with you before, I, I went through a investigational stage of, of building out a, a product for mental, mental health and energy called Neuroamp. Uh, mm-hmm. you remember that? um where it was it remind was remind like me this a, it was like a multivitamin slash
1: new, okay newtropic.
0: yeah um so it was like a once daily thing so you would you would like take it in the morning it had caffeine and uh you know kind of a, a I'll put this in air quotes neuro booster um,
1: yeah i remember was, this cuz you had actually not fully sourced the vitamins or whatever the ingredients but you had got like pretty deep into the ingredients hadn't you you know I actually did walk it all the way through the process
0: um where I got a quote from um, a supplement producer um, to see what a, a limited run would cost and it was it was a little bit ten thousand pills is a lot to kind of take a flyer on but yeah I had yeah. I had the packaging all figured out i had <laughs> i had pretty much i had the name i had I had all that figured out and at the end of the day I was like i I just don't I don't quite know if if this is uh a gonna be a, a winning formula and and b gonna be something I want to spend all my time just like getting my stamps dot com membership and shipping out
1: <laughs> yeah well, would you have
0: to hand mix it or is they they gotta produce it for you oh they just they'll i mean you just send them your your list of what you want in each pill and they'll ship you they'll ship you ten thousand pills actually already in bottles for you
1: mm, okay got it
0: but but yeah it was uh it was a little bit more i I felt like after i got the quote and figured out what it was going to take to set up a you know shipping system and billing system and integrating into amazon and you know all
1: the
0: i don't know how deep you go on the nerdery of how things are priced on amazon um you know for some products it's almost like a a full-time job to make sure that you're still priced competitively, and are you know getting positive reviews, and you're not sinking lower on the Amazon algorithm, or you'll just literally never show up if that's where you're. Trying oh to yeah, start. yeah. Huh. So, I, I did get pretty. I mean, <clears throat> I got pretty far down in the weeds on that one, but you know, I, I think it's a marketplace that if you find the right product, and you know, you get you have the right commercialization plan and the right amount of money behind it, you can you can definitely be super successful. I mean, you look at basically every podcaster that has anything remotely to do with performance training or mental performance has either a coffee or a supplement or, you know, many of those where they can just private label and make, you know, a couple hundred grand just off that. So it's definitely it's definitely a commercializable market, but it was
1: not not for me. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm, I'm investigating that it's probably going to be on hold for at least a month because I don't think I mentioned this to you, but I'm, I'm in charge of putting on a virtual conference in the middle of August. So the, my organization is usually does a two day conference in person with a golf um, tournament at the end, but we're doing a one day virtual conference with a virtual escape room event at the end. Oh, wow.
0: Interesting.
1: So That's pretty So cool. my next month will be sorting out this virtual one day virtual conference. So it's me and a couple other people are the planning team for it. So I've, I've attended one like
0: national virtual conference. Are, are you going to like go to a studio to film like the in-person stuff?
1: No, the plan is just the people are going to present from their because we're going to get presenters from all across the country and they're just going to present from their desk. I love that. Honestly, we we kind of we had one that was
0: over the top and the the people that were in charge were like actually at a TV studio recording live. Um, oh, okay. And it was, I mean it worked well. The technology was actually was actually pretty cool, but it still it just felt weird to get this this big, you know, well-produced <laughs> presentation while you're just like sitting in your pajamas, you know. Yeah. Like it huh. like it feels uh it's, it's just a weird a weird time where i think the more authentic people can be it, you yeah know, you know even though you're not connected the more connected you feel
1: hmm that's an interesting point i had not thought of... we're still sourcing our mc if you will and i hadn't considered the different options for how they would be dressed where they would be what the setup would be but mm-hmm. those are some interesting things to think about you still got those turntables Is that what we're talking about that's probably not gonna happen, but <laughs> I I actually gave one set of the turntables to Nana. Nice. So Nana owns one set and then I have another. And Jimmy is all all in on her little fake turntables, so that's one of her favorite toys. I love that. She'll so probably out surpass both of us quickly.
0: Probably. That would be I mean there's your YouTube channel right there. That's how you guys that's that's your <laughs> product right there. All three of <laughs> you guys just mixing it up live. <laughs> Oh that yeah. Would, I would listen to that obviously. But that's that's <laughs> awesome. Well, that's all that I had on this. I I'm going to keep working. Next time, next time out, we'll we'll talk more about timelines and, you know, maybe even get into a little bit of an outline of the first episode.
1: Yeah, I like it. Cool. Well, with that, I'm Frank Boyce, and this is Axel Clark. Look at those small goals and uh, try to just get out there. Just get out there and make it happen. Love it. Take the first step, right? Isn't that? Take the first step. Get your episode zero episode out the door. Love it. Thank you.